the fashion magazine Inkworm is making headlines again, but probably not for the reasons they like. A leaked photo of their upcoming issue, titled The Last Plus Size Issue Ever, appeared on social media last night and is currently top trending on both Twitter and Facebook. While the cover of the controversial issue does not feature any models, multiple models have spoken out against the publication ahead of its release by social media. The hashtag Boycott Inkworm has been trending. As of press time, Inkworm has yet to release any official comment. So, have you heard about this whole Inkworm thing? Yeah, that's right. Annie Inkworm has finally lost her damn mind. <laughs> and we all saw it coming. <laughs> damn, the last plus size issue ever, huh? How about... The last inkworm issue ever. Right? Well, shit. Now, honey, I'm not mad, okay? I just need to know how it happened. I didn't. I'm gonna stop you there. We know the account that the picture was first posted to. We know that the person who owns the account is listed as one of your emergency contacts. I... My sister is such a fan of Inkworm, and it was her birthday, and I thought that she had her phone off. Obviously, she didn't. Obviously. Well, you have an hour to clean your desk, then security will escort you out. What? You're fired. I thought you were mad. And I'm not. I'm disappointed that you broke the rules about not monitoring guests and taking pictures on carpeted areas. But I'm not mad. Now go get a box and start cleaning out your desk before- The train! Before Annie finds out it was you who fucked up her latest issue. Go. Where are they? Annie, I know you're upset, but yelling at Citrine isn't going to help- It will make me feel better, Citrine! What are you doing to fix this? My job, Annie. Look, it's not as bad as you're thinking it is. Haven't you heard the old saying, there's no such thing as bad press? There's a lot of people saying otherwise. Give me a day or two, we'll spin it to a more positive direction. A day. These things take time, Annie. Just trust me, okay? How bad is it? I had almost a thousand emails when I clocked in. Mostly complaints. Three death threats. Christ almighty. The supportive messages are not that much better. Praising her for, quote, bravery to say that being fat isn't okay, unquote. Lord, people are stupid. Like Annie, of all people, would be against plus size. Citrine! Bella, Annie will be the first to admit that she don't buy single-digit sizes. That's just the way her body is. Ain't like she can't work with what she's got. True. She does look amazing in an A-line. What? What? Look, just keep her from going nuclear for three days while I figure out how to fix this. Okay. Annie's going to count the 72 hours from midnight, you know. I can work with 63 hours. I think. 
Just add orange juice. That will make it a brunch. Besides, champagne makes everything classy, even the fiery collapse of my entire career. Your career isn't collapsing. Aw, you're sweet. Here. Do you... No, I do not want to talk about it. Okay. What are you doing? Sitting. Go, go and sit somewhere else. I'm good, thanks. This chair is actually surprisingly comfortable. I am not going to spill my tragic backstory to you. Okay. I haven't had nearly enough to drink for you to get that. Got it. What are you doing? It's called being there. Don't even have to talk. It's supposed to be comforting. Well, it's not. Sorry. I... You know, on Earth we have a saying for people like you. Like a dog with a bone. I prefer tenacious. Of course you do. You honestly don't have to tell me. No, I... How can I complain to you about my childhood? About anything? After all the things my... After what he did to... To you! Defay! My suffering doesn't diminish yours. Even if it's the whining of a poor little rich girl? Even then. As... You know... The gender I was assigned at birth... Is... Not... My my actual gender. Thanks to hormones, I went through puberty normally, but genetics is still genetics. My father's side, male and female, are all stocky, tall, broad-shouldered, strong-jawed. Even the more athletic members of my family are more muscle-heavy with footballish type of physiques than, say, marathon runners. I was never going to be one of those waifish model types, no matter what. I see. What about your mother? Uh, I I think she would have been classified as fit. Not of a weight, but not super thin. But, I mean, I'd take after my father's side. And I don't exactly make the effort to hit the gym on a regular basis so I'm not in peak physical condition. Never really have been into the whole sweating and not eating tasty things bit. Honestly, I am okay with that. I am okay with how I look. I am comfortable in my skin. You are beautiful. Damn right I am. I just... know what it's like to not like what you see in the mirror hate your body to feel uncomfortable in your skin I don't like that I'm being portrayed as someone who would condone making people feel bad about themselves Annie, you run a fashion magazine and we try to be body positive I mean, 
The first thing we cut was that whole fashion police idea. I, I like being a girly girl. I like putting on makeup and heels and pretty jewelry. It makes me feel good. I do it for myself, not for anyone else. And part of that is knowing what looks good on myself, my body type. That's what I angle for in Inkworm. Here are the tools to help you look fucking fantastic. But no judgment if you hate, I don't know, halter tops and denim. I don't want anyone to feel like they have to do something to their body because it's not socially acceptable. You make fun of my hair all the time. Well, if you ran a brush through it... I like my hair like this. I know. What is it Citrine called me? Wash and wear? I know. You're low maintenance. I'm... I'm sorry. What? I I am sorry. For making you feel bad about your hair. Wow. Shut up. I think I might cry. Annie Inkworm was just nice to me. I immediately regret it. No, no. I'm getting emotional. Tearing up, even. I hate you. No, you don't. No. I don't. In entertainment news, Inkworm's controversial upcoming issue is still top-trending across social media platforms. Multiple high-profile fashion icons have also spoken out against the publishing firm, calling the issue's message antiquated and anti-inclusive. The backlash against the forthcoming issue has also spilled out into other facets of the fashion industry, with consumers and models commenting on sizing inconsistencies across the industry for women's sizes and the lack of clothing for plus sizes. So, this whole inkworm thing is causing a shakeup in the entire fashion industry. Quite a few high fashion lines are starting to make noises about releasing some plus size lines that aren't just heels and purses. I know, I know. It would be so nice to walk into a department store and know that my size 8 is actually going to fit instead of being way too small or way too big, right? So maybe something good will come from all of this. And don't worry, Annie Inkworm. I still see you, girl. Thank you to the Employee Resources Department for the sudden and unexpected update to the Employee Handbook. Next on the agenda is Citrine. How is PR? Well, obviously we're just a smidge busy right now, but I think we're recovering well. Our team has decided that Inkworm will issue our official statement regarding the plus-size issue on the magazine's release date next Tuesday. We have. Sure thing. PR is currently organizing a magazine release party. It'll be a bit more like a junket, really. We'll have the models and designers who are featured in the issue there, of course, but it'll mostly be the press. We were thinking we could provide them with their digital copy in a mock-up of a magazine. Do the front and back copies along with your introduction to the magazine which was flawless before the whole mess, by the way, and have the back of that page be a download code. It would be a really visceral reaction to have your hands on a print copy of the magazine, as it were, without incurring the cost of a couple hundred print copies. You want to wait nearly a week before making a formal announcement. 
I know it sounds like a long time. It will give the blowback enough time to die down, and then people will be able to see the issue for themselves without us having to push it early. I mean, I know they're already boxed and ready to go, but shipping now would cost us. A damn week, Citrine? Can y'all excuse us for just one little minute? Annie, look, I know you are upset. I'm beginning to wonder if you know anything. A week, Citrine? Have you lost your mind? Another week of this negative press and we're through! Of course it's not going to be an entire week with radio silence. All I need to do is drop a hint here, let something slip in this email, and the press will be primed to be back on our side come the launch. Are you telling me that a little rumor and innuendo can overcome what they're saying about us right now? About Inkworm? About me? Do you even know what they're saying? Annie Inkworm, you hired me to run your PR because you know I am capable of handling each and every speed bump this industry can throw at us. So let me do my job. I'm beginning to wonder if you really want your job. What? You fuck this up, you're done. Not just here. They won't even hire you to put out garage sale signs on street corners. You'll be so done. Do you hear me? Gosh, you are such a pretentious bitch sometimes. Excuse you? One issue blows up in your face. An issue that you personally pitched and signed off on because it would be controversial. And now that it's negative controversy, no one is allowed to care more than Annie Inkworm. Heaven forbid she gets some bad press. But heaven forbid she stop getting blackout drunk at parties and sleeping with her assistants. What does me sleeping what? with... You think that you being a walk-in HR violation isn't detrimental to your brand? The only reason why Mel is still around is because you haven't actively tried to get into her pants. And while the girl's an amazing ASC, she's not the best PA you've ever had. Mela is just fine, and she has nothing to do with this. You're right, she doesn't. But the doesn't-ought that came before her do. You're not the one who has to deal with them threatening to violate their confidentiality agreements because you screwed them before screwing them over. It's fat and dandy if you're a man-eater. Never mind you're their boss, so do they really have the option to say no to you? To say no to Annie Inkworm? The woman who can destroy them with a single word and who just might do so if spurned? But heaven forbid people think you don't like fatties. Get out. Just because it's your last name on the magazine doesn't mean you're the only one who gives a shit about it. OUT! Shit. I mean, this entire conversation has to be off the record. I'm sure you understand. And the release party will be clarifying a lot of these questions you're asking. But of course, this entire thing has been blown way out of proportion. I mean, you haven't actually read the thing, have you? <laughs> so how can you judge it then? Yep. Uh-huh. See you Tuesday. Oh, yeah, of course I will do my best to get you a one-on-one -on -one with Annie. She'd be delighted. Uh-huh. Bye now. <sighs> Delighted, huh? Annie can fake it till she makes it with the best of us. So this is how it ends. With a friendly cup of coffee. Please, like I would deprive Annie of the opportunity to kill you herself. I meant she was sending you to fire me. Oh, no. I'm not qualified to do that anyway. But you are qualified to be Annie's personal poisoner? Wait, no. Don't answer that. 
I'm not going to prison as an accomplice. You assume I'd get caught? Rude. So, since you're not here to be my executioner, are you my judge or my jury? How about your defense attorney? I haven't heard your side yet, and I know you're not crazy enough to testify on your own behalf. She just... Ugh! She makes me so mad sometimes that I just want to shake her! Who the hell first plans an issue that is supposed to be controversial, then gets mad when she has a controversial issue? I mean, this is literally what she wanted. In the pitch meeting, she said she, quote, wanted to introduce a dialogue about plus-size fashion, unquote. We have a dialogue! It's all the gossip blogs are talking about! But it's not... So we've lost control of the narrative a bit. We'll be getting it back. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't have a narrative to get back. You don't have a dialogue. You have the unwashed masses screaming at each other through computer screens. <sighs> For what it's worth, I agree with you. Let everything blow over. Set the record straight. The readers and the gossip rags get a little melodrama to enjoy. We get a boost in our stock. Everyone moves on and is forgotten in a year. Annie just gets distracted by the noise a lot more than us. Robert, how the hell do you know all this? I pay attention. I don't know the specifics of running a business, but I know how it should work. And the rest? You don't actually need to be an empath to figure out how people work. Just a hacksaw. Oh, thank Christ you're back. I was worried you might be a replicant. I am capable of being thoughtful and considerate. Friendly, even. So you're like, this, because... (sighs) That shit's exhausting. If I'm standoffish and insulting, people don't interrupt my work to bug me for advice. They will when I tell them about you being sweet to me. No one will believe you. Good morning, Citrine. I was leaving. I updated what I wanted to say. It's still basically the same message from the editor's introduction for the issue, but I thought you would like to review it before the press release tomorrow. I'm sure it's fine, but thanks for thinking of that. Um, do you want to use a teleprompter tomorrow? We don't have to. It's completely up to you. I just thought with the rewrites... No, yeah, that sounds good. I, I virtually memorized it from the rewrites last night, but... That would be helpful, if I lose my spot. Thank you. You I was just... Annie, I want to say that I'm sorry for losing my temper. It's not an excuse, but I was stressed, and I said some things I shouldn't have said, and I deeply regret them. I'm sorry for being an utter ass. You didn't say anything that isn't true. It's okay. You're forgiven. But only if you forgive me for taking out my frustration on the entire thing on you. I shouldn't have said what I said. And neither should I. But it was said, and we're both sorry, so... Friends again? Of course! Uh, do you want to review the timeline for tomorrow? Yeah, that sounds good. You know that person I accused you of being? You're... You're not really that person anymore. Yeah. I guess you're right. Ella's been good for you. I like the person that I am when I'm around her. That she thinks I can be. Annie, you've always been that person. Not for a long time, I haven't. Well, 
Now's as good a time as any to knock the dust off what's in the back of your closet. Haven't you heard? Retro's back. <laughs> you are going to be fine, Annie. We went over your speech yesterday. It's perfect. Just a tip, make sure you take your first question from the globe. Jamie's a total softie and owes me a softball. No handouts today. We're earning people back on our own merit. It's not a handout. It's a minor head start. We're ready to go when you are. Thank you. See y'all on the other side. I'm so glad the two of you made up. Me too. We're fucked if she ever quits, you know. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Inkworm. I would like to thank y'all for coming out this morning to help us clear the air surrounding the release of Inkworm's The Last Plus Sized Issue Ever. For those who do not know me, did y'all check y'all's invitations? I'm the one who sent it to you. As I was saying, my name is Citrine Carvalia Alyssa Shamad, and I'm the head of public relations here at Inkworm. Still, fortunately. Well, I know the recent public opinion has been slightly critical of Inkworm's most recent issue. We would like to make the argument that these assumptions are just that. Assumptions. Our cover story is meant to not only grab your attention, but to make a statement. A statement that, unfortunately, was incomplete, since no one has been able to read the actual statement we here at Inkworm are eager to make. Here to explain the genesis of our groundbreaking issue is our editor-in-chief herself. You've got this, Louisiana. I am pleased to introduce Annie Inkworm. I am incredibly proud to announce that this month's issue of Inkworm is the, to be the last plus-size issue we will be publishing. This does not mean that we will not be featuring plus-sized models and plus-sized fashion in our magazine. We will simply not be dedicating entire issues to what the industry considers plus-sizes. The average human woman, and I realize that I am taking a humanistic view, but stick with me, has been clocking in at an average 8 to 10 size for nearly a century, while the fashion industry has stubbornly clung to an unrealistic idea of the human body. This unrealistic ideal is even further challenged by the fact that humans are not the only species in the universe, and certainly not the only species with an eye towards fashion. While there are plenty of humanoid species, these species are not subject to the same height-weight ratios that humans are. All of us come in a wide variety of shapes, sizes, colors, fashion tastes, and modesty values. It is with that thought in mind that I came up with our last plus-sized issue. And I fully admit it's designed to be, well, clickbait. We want people to get mad at the thought that plus-sizes are being excluded, because so much of the fashion catalog has already excluded plus-sizes, Catalogs that cater to plus sizes are very limited. Indeed, companies have that cater to petite, regular, and plus size customers easily have twice as many options for the petite and regular clientele as their plus size customers. Yes, there is a need to feel comfortable, to feel covered, to whatever level that comfort is for you. But so many of the fashion flagship lines simply do not have clothing options beyond wraps or jewelry or shoes or bags for body types. They don't already fit the standard template that they used when their companies were founded two centuries ago. So, again, I am pleased to announce that Inkworm will no longer feature a plus-sized issue once a month. Inkworm is a fashion magazine. We will cover fashion, period, no matter what size or shape the line caters to. If it looks good, 
It goes into my magazine. To our readers, I would like to say this. Inkworm will give you fashion ideas and news and tell you who is popular in Milan and who the hottest name is. We will tell you what looks best with your body type, with your skin tone, with your facial structure. But if the advice you find within our pages doesn't speak to you, please do not feel obligated to abide by it. I am honored that Inkworm is held in such high regard in our industry. I truly love the idea that fashionistas across the universe read our publication and find something in it that makes them feel good. But the thought that makes me happier is the thought of my readers being true to themselves, whatever the truth is. It could be your sexuality or your gender identity, but it could also be that you like wearing yoga pants that say juicy on the butt. Go for it. And to the fashion designers, step the hell up. No questions. Thank you and good day. See? I knew you had it in you. I'm starting to believe you when you say that. Inkworm is a production of Caldera Studios and is produced by Phoenix Dior with editing assistance from Sarah Nahillam. This episode was written by Maribeth Bazaki. The voice of Melisander was Anisha Mwatra. The voice of Annie Inkworm was Phoenix Dior. The voice of Robert Alphelion was Diego Rodriguez Sanchez. The voice of Citrine Carvalia Alyssa Shamad was Quinn Stevebold. The voice of Faye was Kit Stallman. Additional voices by Marissa Ray and Maribeth Bazaki. All sound effects taken from soundbible.com. Questions, comments, or concerns? Email us at inkworm, that's I-N-K-W-Y-R-M, podcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Tumblr at Inkworm Podcast. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing and leaving us a review on iTunes. Hey, Mr. Robert, why is everyone so upset over the most recent issue about plus-size beings? Because humanity is driven by the urge to mate with the person that they think will provide them with the best offspring. And the current theory is that people with a specific height-to-weight ratio are more fertile and therefore more attractive. Oh. And because humanity is stupid and reactionary. That's your answer for a lot of things. Doesn't mean it's not true.